Hi all, Rabbi Boyki, Matt Easley, blah, blah, blah. Um, still going with the Megaliths because there wasn't enough um, recording time to get the other stories in. But um, yeah, if you've listened to the first one, this is the the sequel, so to speak, part two. Um, yeah, I just, oh, it's just priceless. Remember this time, um, there, oh, there was a knock on our apartment door, and bearing in mind we were on the third floor, it was quite bizarre. But it was this little Scottish lady, and she, I can't do the accent, but I think she was Scottish. She might have been, well, I don't know, but. She was hopping from either foot, and she was, bless her, she was about 70, 77, 78, I said, a rough guess, certainly 70s. And um, she said, Can I find my apartment? And I'm busting for the loo. <laughs> and so we let her in. And, and so we said, Well, you can use our loo. And she was really nice and kind. But my word, what a growler that was. Jesus, she... I don't know what she'd been eating. Uh, who knows? But oh, they, it gave our apartment some some fragrance for a while. And um, that was just so random, though. You know, you get a knock on the door and someone comes and has a massive dump in your apartment. And it's just like, whatever's going on here? And then, uh, uh, previously, I mentioned the 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 strawberry condom girl. The her mate was, she had a different flavour. I don't know what flavour that was. I think I guessed that right as well. And um, it was after the event had happened, and I tied a knot in um, the so-called object. A condom and um my mate took the piss he was he was basically saying god you know you could not do better really but he wouldn't have done it put it that way that's that was his basic point and so i swung it round my head like a a chain ball from medieval times and wanged it at his head and he was on the balcony and he ducked and it went over the balcony and we all just panicked and froze and then we looked over the balcony and the balconies were like staggered so they were in like tear form and um, it had landed about an inch from all we could see was a pair of feet sunbathing on their balcony a woman's foot sunbathing and this condom had landed about an inch away from her big toe. And we all just completely panicked. We shut the patio doors and we legged it to the beach. And we did not come back the whole day. And fortunately, it's just, we never heard, <laughs> we never heard anything more. But we did look over and it had just vanished, bizarrely. So...
Who knows what 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 happened there, really? And then there was a Scouse guy who was on the third tier below us who could get onto the roof of the shop that the hotel was above. And he started wanking. He was Scouser. And he was a lovely guy, but he was Scouse. And from the roof of the shop, he was standing on it. He'd climbed over his balcony and he was standing on it. And he was wanging like the little water balloons. Um up to our balcony trying to hit us with water balloons. So I had the bright idea, and this is a bit condom heavy, this story, as I'm aware, but I had an idea that we get a condom and we we took it into the bathroom and filled this condom up with water. And it's quite fascinating how much water and how strong condoms are. Because this thing turned out to be probably the size of a space hopper. <laughs> it, it took two of us to carry it to the balcony. And he's standing there with a shit-eating grin with his little fist-sized water balloons. And we've got this space hopper. <laughs> Honestly, we, we, loved, <laughs> we loved it over the edge. And his face, when he saw it coming towards him and it hit him and it actually knocked him over. And the amount of water that came out of that, that might have been a gallon, I reckon. Not that I'm good with measurements, but it actually flooded over the edge of the the shop roof and went onto the pavement and it, it smacked him squarely like in the face and chest and... It just knocked him over and he got up and he was just in shock. And so, yeah, it was like, have some of that. And then, um, mate Marky, he, he, he had a really bad cold. He had like, basically like summer flu, I think, the first few days we were there. And, uh, we took him to a chemist because he, he wasn't very well. And things got lost in translation, really. Um, we were trying to say, you know, blah, 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 blah. And uh, we didn't read the packet. They gave him some tablets or some... And it, we got back to the apartment. <laughs> and, uh, he he opened these, these this pack of tablets and they were honestly like gobstoppers. They were... <laughs> they were they were like probably the size of large marbles. And he was like, I can't swallow, I can't fucking swallow that. And I was like, well, you're going to have to, aren't you? That's what they're giving you. And he was like, I can't, I can't swallow that. So I said, well, just cut it in half. And he, so he got a knife out of the drawer and he was sawing away at it for probably 10 minutes, I guess. And then um, he managed to, like, swallow half at a time with sort of gagging and things like that. And then um, I looked at the packet properly in the instruction booklet inside and there was um, an English version of the instruction booklet in the instruction booklet. And uh, they were suppositories. And he's just swallowed a suppository and 
God, Bennett, he was, he was bloody ill. And that was probably the highlight of my life. I haven't laughed so much ever, I don't think, when we realised he'd just swallowed a suppository. That was just brilliant. But he won very well for a little while after that. I think that might have made him worse rather than better. But it was worth it. Maybe not for him, but for, for my for my enjoyment, that certainly was. So, yeah, I think that's about all I've got for now. But I just, yeah, I didn't have enough time on the other recording. So, love you loads, guys. Take care. Bye-bye.